Hello, and welcome to Luxi, a podcast to reignite your wonder by exploring the science behind luxury items. We are continuing in our series of interviews with scientific artists and artistic scientists. And this week we are speaking with Stefan, who is the brilliant mind behind the website Kissed by Electrons. Stefan is a chemical engineer who collaborates with scientists and artists to create beautiful images using electron microscopy. I don't know why, but that is a hard word for me. Microscopy. Microscopy. And he also creates uh, Psycom poems. So that's oh, wow. really, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing some of those. Stefan, it is really nice to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Thank you very much for the introduction. First of all, I'd like to thank you for the honor to be in your podcast, but I wouldn't call myself brilliant because if I would be brilliant, maybe I would, could make a living of my science art. <laughs> you know, I think that is a uh, common concern with artists is the ability to make a living off of it, right? Yeah, it's almost always a posthumous appreciation of the great artists. Unfortunately, That's, that is the terrible price we must pay for brilliance in our time. So our first question is, how have you always been interested in science? Is that something as a child that you were drawn to? Yes, uh, my older brother received chemistry construction kit. And since then, I've been fascinating to make all these little mixtures. And, and it was always fun to find things out. And my parents told us that we always have to note down what we are mixing, though, to why it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, I guess, was your start into to chemical engineering. Did you know that that was definitely the route that you wanted to go down was this more engineering kind of science than a pure like biochemistry or inorganic chemistry? In fact, I wanted to start an apprenticeship as an electrician because I was very interested in electricity and all that as well. But there was an admission test. Uh, they found out that I'm a red-green colorblind. So yeah. they chose a candidate who passed this funny test with the little dots <laughs> with all the colored wires it, it, it might be a bit more challenging to be red green color blind yeah. i don't know what do you think so demos is an electrical engineer who was also fascinated by electricity <laughs> which by the way my fellow electrical engineers are also red green color blind including right. a good friend of ours uh, i like this thing in green but they, they found it uh, risky to have somebody who has this disability and I think men will have it and even don't know it. Yeah, yeah that's true. I yeah, because I guess true. you wouldn't know unless you, you have the test, right? For you, that's just the color you see. After that, uh, I went to the University of Applied Sciences to become a, a chemical engineer with a focus on analytics. In university, is that where you were introduced to electron microscopy? Already during the apprenticeship was my first contact with scanning electron microscope. And I remember that they had such a green display and we were looking at the eyes of a wasp. It was it was just mind-blowing to see mm -hmm. the 3D. You have the impression that it's 3D, but it's just a, the usual scanning electron microscope image where from each point you have a signal. And this way you have a 3D impression. 
So that was a scanning and not a transmission electron microscope. Yes. What is the difference between the two? Well, with the scanning, you are on the surface and with transmission, you go through the sample. Oh, I like yeah. that. That's a good way to think about it. On the surface or through the sample. <laughs> One of the things that we try to do on our show is take sort of scientific jargon, words that scientists use and explain them in more everyday words because science has its own language and each field of science has its own language. So yeah, it's hard sometimes to follow it all. Can you describe the process of using an electron microscope? Like what do you have to do for the sample prep? And then what is the microscope doing? And then what are you looking like? What does it allow you to look at? Well, it's quite simple. The surface of an object has to be a conductor. And in order to get a sample conductive, it's possible to use a so-called spotter. And you can add a thin layer of gold or carbon or other metals on the surface to make it conductive. And uh, as soon as you have an object that is also stable in the vacuum, you can um, send an electron beam on this surface. And with electromagnetic coils, you can push the beam on the surface line by line. And, and what is the benefit of this type of microscopy versus other types of microscopy for the scientists? Like, can they see things differently or smaller or more detail? You, you get very sharp images of species mm -hmm. which are having a big difference in height. And if you have a normal microscope, you have usually just one layer that is sharp. Field of depth is much bigger with this microscope that's that's the biggest advantage but there is also another one because there are other signals that are produced you can uh, use detectors to find out what material is in the electron beam so your website says that the images that come off the microscope are black and white do you colorize them do you add the color after then <laughs> The images are black and white by nature because mm. the electron beam is not like visual light. It doesn't have a spectrum. It's just on a gray scale from mm. white to black. You have this information. And that's why all scanning electron microscopy images are black and white, unless you have a mapping with so-called EDX detector. Mm. It's Scanning electron microscopy combined with dispersive X-ray analysis. That's when you add the layer of elemental composition, you can have a color, but that's uh, really an additional treatment already. So how did the how did the art come about? When did you start thinking about the more artistic side of these images? Well, the images are black and white, and when you work on a daily basis with a scanning electron microscope, you see black and white all the time, and you miss the, all those colors. And mm. that's uh, already a long time ago. Uh, I asked an artist from Vienna, his name is Dieter Telfser, and I just sent him a few images and he made some amazing coloring. And mm. that's what was the, the start of the collaboration also with other artists. And it depends on the artists. Uh, what I give them is just black and white stuff and then they can see different things. And then there is always an exchange in the process. And that's really the most interesting part of it. Yeah, that's really fascinating. Do you tell them anything about the image or do you just let them think of it 
just whatever comes. Like, do you say this is an image of fruit fly eye cells or do you just send them the image and just whatever they see in it is what they use? Usually they know what they are coloring otherwise. <laughs> For example, um, one artist, her name is Langley Anderson. She colored the eyes of a fly in a colorful way and she also tried to use colors which are no problem for a red-green blind. So Langley Anderson did a fantastic job and with this image we already won in some competitions. Oh, congratulations. For you, the art and the science are connected through this collaboration with the artists. Have you ever thought of doing it yourself, adding the color yourself? or I, I'm not so skilled with Photoshop, but I, I try to use uh, AI tools. Uh, there is one tool, it's called uh, Deep Dream Generator. You can just give in an image and it's coloring in some way. Not really clear how it works, but it's <laughs> fantastic effects. And then yeah. I suppose those images with the black and white ones mm -hmm. and all this also interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. But uh, real artists, in my opinion, are still better than the artificial intelligence because they they can go much more in the details. Yeah, I agree. So what do you hope people see or feel when they look at these images? Well, I hope they understand that there is more than what is visible with the naked eye. And some of the images are from a dimension that is really impossible to see. It's in the micro scale and you cannot see that with the naked eye. So you become... Uh, a micronaut and mm -hmm. there is other really famous uh, artist here in Switzerland he, he is calling himself the micronaut <laughs> his images uh, also inspired me to have more detailed coloring of of the images it's it's really an art to make it look as it was in nature but mm. coming from a black and white image it's not that easy always I love that term, micronaut. For people like us who are, are scientists, and I think most scientists become scientists because they're naturally very curious about the world and they want to know how it works. And so for me, your images just further spark that curiosity because I'm like, well, what is that? And why is it that way? And oh, isn't it so cool that we can see that? <laughs> Is there a goal to move on to different genres under the scanning electron microscope? Maybe to technology, to maybe micro microchips look like under the scanning <laughs> electron beam, given that we're now at those pitches where you know, you have like transistors that are beam itself. What what are your thoughts about some of the some future art directions? Well, uh, anything is possible as long as it's conducting electricity so <laughs> i've been looking at many things and i have a lot of unpublished art that just waits mm -hmm. for the moment to come on kissedbyelectrons.com so you you will see more there good i'm glad taking some tests with a normal microscope but in the and then in polarography you mm. can have quite stunning color effects with crystals. So that's that's yeah. also very impressive. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I recently saw a picture of aspirin crystals. Like something that you is so just normal, just an aspirin. People take aspirin all the time and seeing the crystals of it, they're really beautiful. And you would never think. Oh wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you just triggered something. <laughs> I've I've got this this book called Micron. As you mentioned. 
aspirin it's, it's one of the first images that they made um something like this maybe yeah yeah oh that's wow. pretty that's beautiful it looks that's, like a view from under a frozen lake that's atp in fact it's not aspirin but also somewhere i, I think ikelos is also on instagram by the oh, way okay. by dr christopher jackson uh, I, I think uh, originally he's from Finland, but I, I don't know why he chose the name Ikolos. Oh, yeah, there. And some of these look like false color images, but some look like the images of a polarized, from the polarizing uh, optical microscope. Yes. Yeah. Which has its own beautiful color. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Oh, and, and, and yeah, I see you've I just found gotten it. it. I think <laughs> you found it. I love, love finding new people to follow. As I mentioned in the intro, you also do poems. And are those by request? Are those that you come up with on your own? Or how did how did that all start? Well, until now, there are not so many requests. But um, I always liked poetry. And for me, it's like the most condensed way to transfer information. Also, the part with the rhyming is always a little bit challenging to find mm. the right rhymes because for me uh, there certainly there is poetry without rhymes but for me there, there need to be some rhymes around otherwise it's real poetry for me mm. and then the meat of the of the sentence the the, almost the rhythm the rhythm of the poem yes imagine if you if you could read poem and it contains the essential information of a, a very long and complicated scientific article wouldn't it be much easier just to read the poem Yes. <laughs> we read a lot of scientific articles for this podcast. And I, I have to tell you, um, it doesn't get easier to read them. They're very dry and they're very technical. A lot of language that is very specific to just that field of study. Sometimes yeah. I feel like I read a sentence and, and, you're dry. and I understand maybe half of it because of all the very specific words that are used. Well, I would love to hear some poetry. Do you uh, have a poem? I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> it's okay. But, uh, I'm not prepared at the moment to read it, but uh, for this case, you can listen to it on my webpage. So oh, there is okay. a poem yes. explaining functioning of a scanning electron microscope. Oh, I love it. And I don't know if you had the chance to listen to it. Kissed by electrons. Once upon a time, there was an electron being scanning a surface line by line. If you know what I mean, one electron asked the other, why, why do we have to do all this far too big, our human lips was his reply. That's why we have to kiss. So who is your favorite scientist? Do you have one? Yes, I do uh, have several. It's, it's not an easy question. No. Uh, and if I would have to name one, it would be probably Albert Einstein for his scientific achievements. But I guess he, he wasn't a very caring father. But uh, there is a, also a very good video from uh, John Boswell. There is a list of several scientists, scientists and the name of this is, uh, is called The Poetry of Reality from the album Symphony of Science. It's also on YouTube. You can find it there. What artists are inspiring you right now? Do you have any anyone you're following yourself? If you check out the Micronaut that I already mentioned, Micronaut mm. is his name, Micronaut. Uh, his real name is Oeckerli. He's also from Switzerland. 
What he is producing is just the top level of scanning electron microscopy, and it's really uh, out of this world. Cool. Yeah, we'll have to check him out. That's all the questions we have. Remind our listeners again where they can find your work. You can find it on www.kissedbyelectrons.com. And just remember, uh, scanning electron microscopy is like many small cases of electrons on a surface. I love that analogy. It's a great way to explain it. Very poetic. Yes. Stefan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate the time. And it's really been very fun to talk with you. I learned a lot. I did. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Luxi. Please tell at least two people about this podcast. That is the best way to help us get noticed and find new listeners. A special thanks as always to my audio engineer, Demos. Our theme music is Harlequin Mood by Birdie. As always, find us all over social media at LuxiPod for fun facts, vocab words, and more. And please drop us a note and say hi. Science is the poetry of reality. We can do science and